You're listening to Take Time to Believe, episode number 16, The Story You Tell. You've been taught your whole life that the worth of souls is great in the sight of God, so why don't you feel that way? With voices inside your head telling you you need to do more, you should be better, and despite your best efforts, you keep falling short. I'm your host, Alicia Hall. I'm a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I can help you finally tune into that love and worthiness that you desire and deserve, even when life experiences make it seem impossible. Good morning, everybody. I mean, at least it's morning for me right now. I, I'm going to get vulnerable with you today on the podcast because I woke up in a very negative headspace today. And when you've, you know, you've had some challenging experiences in your life, I think the brain just gets into the habit of believing that it's really important to remember all this negative dialogue and a lot of negative emotions. Well, sometimes those negative emotions will trigger those negative dialogues. And that's kind of where I found myself today. So I wanted to share with you where I'm at and the process that I've gone through and the process that I help my clients go through to help you get out of that negative space. So first of all, a lot of my thoughts, my negative thoughts, I wrote them all out. So before I begin, I guess I'll tell you every morning I do what is called a thought download, but I first start out with identifying the emotions that I feel. Because when I'm sleeping, sometimes I end up with just a lot of negative emotions that resurface subconsciously, um, either in my dreams or I have a lot of thoughts that my head just kind of runs through and I get a little bit of sleep insomnia and it wakes me up and my thoughts are stirring and keeping me awake and then I'm not sleeping great. So, you know, kind of hence, (laughs) hence the grumpy morning. We all have this. We all experience it. It's part of human nature, but... We don't have to remain stuck here. And that's what I want to help guide you through is how to not remain stuck there when you are waking up from that space, or maybe in the middle of your day, you find yourself going to that space. Um, So like I said, I like to write down the feelings that I had and the feelings that I started my day out with was annoyed, jealous, left out, trapped, judged, sad, and depleted. And my thoughts that went along with these are, I don't have a group of friends. I'll never fit in. My kids are helpless without me. I'm not free to be myself. I'll never be accepted. Who am I kidding? The world doesn't want what I have to offer. My button thighs are too big. I'm ugly even as an AI. I don't belong here. I'll never fit in. Pretty awesome thoughts, right? (laughs) It makes sense why I would be filled with a lot of negative emotions. So what I typically do here is I wrote all of these thoughts down after I identified the emotions and I connected my um, emotions with the thoughts. So the feeling of jealousy came from the thought, I don't have a group of friends and I'll never fit in. My feeling of annoyed came from my thought, my kids are helpless without me. And feeling trapped came from two thoughts. One was, I'm not free to be myself. And the second was, I'll never be accepted. The thought of feeling sad, um, I'm sorry, the feeling of sad came from the thoughts, who am I kidding? The world doesn't 
doesn't want what I have to offer. Feeling judged came from, again, two thoughts. My button thighs are too big. I'm ugly even as an AI. And the last feeling I wrote down depleted came from the thoughts, I don't belong here. I'll never fit in. So it's important to get some awareness of the feelings that you're feeling and the thoughts that you have associated with those emotions so that when you have awareness of this, you can actually decide more intentionally how you want to feel and what you want to think. But first of all, before jumping into just changing those thoughts, I can't just change those thoughts because the feelings that I have tied to them are so um, strong, (laughs) for lack of a better word. I believe those thoughts. That's the space that I'm at. And when your feelings are really um, heightened, then that is not the time to try to change your thoughts because guess what? You are not going to believe any thought that you try to change. This is why just think more positively doesn't really work and it doesn't stick. It doesn't create lasting change. And so today I want to share with you something that can generate and create more lasting change for you, especially when you get in the practice of doing this. And that's typically what it takes because you've already been in the practice of having these negative thoughts to the point that you believe them, which is why your emotions are so strong with them. And also because you haven't learned how to process your emotions. Um, And so your body will hold on to those emotions and your subconscious will connect them to that belief within you. Okay. So the next step that I take after I've done my um, thought download, so all the thoughts that I have regards to my emotions, I will then intentionally separate out the fact. It's really important to separate out the fact from your story that you're telling all these thoughts is because your facts are the specific details without any of your opinions. And so you're able to clearly see the story that you're telling and the facts actually never really even hurt you. Um, they can certainly trigger some more thoughts within you, but facts in life don't actually hurt you. So facts are going to be specific details that don't have opinion. You could prove it. Um, you would have evidence to prove it and everybody in the world would agree with you. Okay. Here are my facts. I have two thoughts when I'm feeling jealous. It was, I don't have a group of friends and I'll never fit in. Here's the fact. (laughs) I saw on social media, a group of coaches that I know at a gathering that I didn't hear about. Okay. Makes sense that I'm feeling jealous and I'm making it mean I don't have a group of friends and I'll never fit in. Okay. Here's the fact about feeling annoyed and thinking my kids are helpless without me. (laughs) It took my kids five minutes longer to get out of bed this morning. Interesting. Okay. We're going to try not to move into the judgment (laughs) of these because that's really easy and that's not useful. All right. We're just listing out facts without judgment. Here we go. The next fact from feeling trapped, there were two thoughts. I'm not free to be myself. I'll never be accepted. The fact is, um, oh, I was feeling vulnerable this morning. I already admitted that. And after I shared my opinion in a conversation, the conversation stopped. Okay. The next one, I'm feeling sad. Who am I kidding? The world doesn't want what I have to offer. The fact is I saw that two people had listened to my previous podcast episode. 
I'm feeling judged. There were two thoughts here. My butt and thighs are too big. I'm ugly even as an AI. Here's the fact. My jeans uh, were snug around my waist. And my next fact was I used the AI app. <laughs> okay, the last one, I'm feeling depleted. I don't belong here. I'll never fit in. Fact, our family switched wards two years ago. Notice when I'm listing out the facts, <laughs> like I laugh because I'm like, really? That's the thought that I had from that anyway. But that is, that is the thought that came from that. And there were emotions that are connected to it. A lot of us have a story that we tell that we believe because, well, either we've had that thought over and over again, and we've generated and created this belief, um, and we've generated negative emotions. And when we don't process through those emotions, when we don't allow those emotions, they become trapped within our body and our subconscious holds on to those emotions connected to those thoughts and beliefs. And anytime we repeat those thoughts and repeat those emotions, then our body believes that it's true. Our brain just says, yep, this is true. And now we have a bag full of evidence of what we believe is true. And it's really hard to come out of that negative cycle when you are believing that what you are thinking about whatever the circumstances and whatever emotion you have, it must be true because I feel this way. So recognize that the thoughts that you're having is the story that you're telling. You are creating this experience for yourself. And if you're believing your story, then you have likely also collected enough evidence from your past experiences to prove your own narrative to be true. No wonder it is so painful. No wonder why it's hard to get out of it because you feel like this is just my truth. And now you're going to carry these negative thoughts, negative emotions with you and create more proof for them to be true. Because we always live into and we show up in our lives from the beliefs that we're having about ourselves. So I like to guide my clients and myself into a space of called being present because the story that you're telling is coming from repetitive thoughts from your past. You're looking to your past of remembering all the times that you have felt this way before, all the times that you have believed this thought before. Okay. It's all connected. And that is coming from your past. You might also have thoughts that take you into the future of what might not be possible for you or what may not happen or anyway, sabotaging your dreams and goals. Okay. We're not living in your future and you're not living in your past. You are living in the present moment, but your mind has spiraled out into either the past or the future. So it's really important to come back to the present moment because in the present moment is where you get to come back to your true power, your agency. That is where you will find your ability to choose a different story, to choose a different narrative one that will serve you better and that will help realign you with your most loving and truest self. So there's different techniques that I use in coming to the present moment. Um, one actually that I recently learned as I'm going through um, a PQ program right now is anytime a negative motion comes up for you, you want to just stop. 
stop what you're doing. Stop right there in your tracks. Don't say anything. Stop your thought process if you can and go ahead and rub your fingertips. I'm using my pointer finger and my thumb and I'm rubbing my fingertips together to the point where I'm putting enough pressure that I can actually feel the ridges of my fingerprints. So you're doing this because you're redirecting your brain. Your brain is spinning out. It needs to be redirected to bring you back to the present moment. And this is a great way to do that. And then while you're there, go ahead and take a deep breath. Taking a deep breath opens your airway, get some oxygen flowing. I know that for me, when I'm spinning out and I'm in a negative space, I have very shallow breathing. I'm not getting a whole lot of air to my lungs and to my brain. And there's a lot of disconnect between my heart and my brain. So taking deep breaths, um, intentional deep breathing. Maybe you want to watch your chest and your stomach rise as you breathe in and breathe out with control. That will also help you come back to being in the present moment. You want to create a new sensation, that redirection to bring you back um, to being present so that you can create an opportunity for choice. And you also, as you're halt haltering in that moment, you're able to stop the habit of your negative dialogue from kicking in and spinning you into more negative thoughts and beliefs about you or your life or the people around you. Okay. So that's one way that you can do it. Um, something else that I teach is be still breathing is what I call it, where you're going to breathe in through your nose and think B, B E. So just B. So you breathe in through your nose, think B, and then you're going to hold your breath. While you hold your breath, you're going to take the tip of your tongue and touch it to the roof of your mouth, hold it there. And you're going to count backward three, two, one. Then you will release your breath and breathe out through your mouth and think still. Hence the be still breathing. So again, you're going to breathe in and think B hold your breath, touch the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth, count backward three, two, one, release out of your mouth and think still. You're again, redirecting your brain and giving it something to do. Refocusing on coming back to the present moment. You're also taking deep breaths again, opening the airway from your heart and your brain so that you can access your pre uh, prefrontal cortex, which is your more rational um, mindset. Your rational part of your brain is also the part where you're able to problem solve, solve a problem that's right before you. Okay. Whereas your primitive brain, which is where your subconscious lives. So that's the back of your brain. That's the part that likes to live in the subconscious mind with lots of emotions, triggering your emotions and not always serving you. Okay. So one more technique I'll share with you is called a body scan. And this is where I will sit with my feet on the ground. I will place my hands on my lap with my wrist or my hands in an upward position. So facing the ceiling or the sky, because it shows that I'm willing to be open. I'm open to receiving. I'm open to being present. Okay. So body scan is basically, I like to close my eyes, sit up straight in my chair. I'll go ahead and take a couple breaths. And then I start at the tip of my toes and I just notice my toes, how they feel against whatever ground surface or in a shoe, in a sock, whatever they feel like I observe and I notice my toes. And then I move on into my feet, my heels, 
and my ankles. I typically go, I guide my clients through this a little bit slower and even myself because again, the idea is to bring awareness and a redirection to your brain. And while your brain is really good at being distracted, it might wander off in different directions. When you find your brain doing this, it's okay. You're just going to redirect it back. Sometimes I like to just, um, again, rub my fingers, um, together just to be like, Oh, let's come back. Or I'll wiggle my toes just saying, Oh, Hey, let's come back to this part of my body. Um, anyway, so you're going to body scan all the way up your legs to your knees, your thighs, your pelvic. I like to observe the weight and pressure points of where I'm sitting on the chair. Just sort of observe. Maybe I like to wiggle around, shift my hips a little bit, bring awareness to my hips, my lower back, my stomach, my spine, my ribs, my chest, my heart. I like to watch my heart breathing. Now I'm going through this pretty fast. <laughs> um, you'll want to do this slower. <clears throat> and in fact, you can access this. I guide you through this on my app, my always enough app. It's free. You can download it and it has meditative guidance like this that you can download. Um, go take advantage of that. It's free to you. You get to use it and it helps you um, utilize these tools in a very effective way. Um, anyway, bring awareness to my shoulders, my arms, my hands, my fingers, back of my neck. Maybe I'll roll my neck, my chin, my mouth, my nose, the way that the air feels when I breathe in, the way that the air feels when I breathe out, my forehead, the crown of my head. Oh, let's not forget our ears. The crown of my head. We just like to bring awareness and take deep breaths in. So once you find a technique that works for you, brings you to the present moment, this is where you get to connect with what I call your inner wisdom, that spirit within you, your inherent self, because you were an identity before you came to this earth. And that is who we want to connect with. I also like to bring in my savior into this place too. So sometimes I like to do a visualization where I'm visualizing, connecting with my inner wisdom. And I visualize my inner wisdom coming from my heart from my chest. Like that is where I often feel truth, connection, love, peace, guidance. So I like to visualize this wisdom, this version of like older wisdom of myself in this space. And she knows all things and she's never worried. She's never in a rush. She's never concerned about anything. She feels, she fills my heart with so much joy because she is joy. She is light. Um, she is truth. And when I connect with her, I'm able to feel like I connect deeper with my savior as well, because he also is light and truth. So I like to bring him into the picture as well because he can offer greater wisdom for me and perspective that I'm sometimes not able to see for myself. He, for me, is a source of light, truth, peace, and a refuge from the quote unquote storm that's often brewing inside of my head and the light in the darkness. Because when you're in a negative space, it can feel pretty dark. So once I access my inner wisdom, and I bring my savior here with me too. Maybe we are in my favorite location and I just kind of visualize being there with them. 
this is where I like to express how I'm feeling. I express those emotions that I'm feeling and why I'm feeling this way. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling this right now. And this is why. And I let them just listen and meet me there. When I do this, I'm able to recognize that they first, my inner wisdom and the savior move into a space of gratitude. I hear them say, thank you for sharing this with me. And they offer compassion and understanding. In fact, when I went through this process today, what I heard was, thank you for sharing this with me. It makes sense that you're feeling this way. You learned that acceptance comes from the approval of others. And you believed that when someone didn't approve of you, came from when they shared a negative opinion about you, they put you down, they misjudged you or just judged you in general, or they withheld their love, their appreciation, or even compliments. You know their behavior is an expression of their inner dialogue about themselves and has nothing to do with you. I am so sorry they treated you this way, and I'm sorry you felt it was important to believe these lies about yourself. So this was the dialogue that I received from my inner wisdom and from my savior today. I feel like they work um, hand in hand together because they both serve the same purpose for me. And then I went to the, into a space of asking my wisdom, what else is true? So I went through each of the thoughts that I had about myself and was thinking, what else is true? And my inner wisdom approached and went through each one of the thoughts. And it sounded like this. Of course, you didn't know about the gathering. You didn't sign up for the program. You've been inspired to go a different direction for your business right now. You have the best kind of friends who adore you, look up to you, and who will do anything for you when you let them know what you're needing. Your kids are doing so much, growing so beautifully and becoming remarkable people in this world. We're all working so hard right now. It makes sense that we're all feeling a little extra tired this morning. It makes sense that you're feeling vulnerable. You've been pretty hard on yourself lately. And what you share with others is so insightful. Others might need some more time to, to take it in and process it for themselves. Everything I put out into the world is an opportunity to experiment what others are drawn to and what they aren't. Keep moving forward. Your work is valuable and needed for those who relate to it. You know those, those genes shrink in the dryer and your size never defines your worth. New technology can be cool, but it also lies. Not even the lens of your camera can capture the true beauty you see with your own eyes in a sunrise or a sunset. I know this change has been hard for you, for your family, and you miss your friends and interactions with people who already know and love your family. And look at all the people you've been able to serve, to know, your circle is expanding and friendships always take time and effort to grow coming out of connection with my inner wisdom and my savior always leaves me feeling more aligned with my true self i mean did you hear the difference between when i was judging myself and i had all those negative beliefs and negative thoughts and negative emotions versus my inner wisdom speaking greater truth to me things that i know already and helping me to realign with the truth of who I am. I know that I always feel more at peace, more confident and more compassion and love towards myself and the people in my life. 
I also see my circumstances as a blessing instead of a punishment or hindrance. When you're in a negative place, I hope that you'll use these tools to help come back to the present moment, to reconnect to your inner wisdom and allow the savior to meet you there too. Allow your heart to be open to greater possibilities so that you can experience a life worth living. One of my friends and coaching colleagues posted last week on her feed, you are always a decision away from experiencing a totally different life. You guys get to choose what you experience. Remember, you are creating the experience of your life through your thoughts, what you're choosing to believe and think about the experience or about what's happening around you or the people in your life. You are creating how you're experiencing it. You're creating your story and you're creating your life. I hope you can see that the story that you tell about your life matters because you will always show up from what you are believing about yourself and what you choose to believe and create is exactly how you will show up. If you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself, you are going to show up from a negative space, either attacking others, or you're going to go into hiding and not really want to show up. You'll probably be more silent instead of taking part in the conversation. And therefore you're going to create more evidence and proof for whatever thought that you're believing. But when you can connect with your inner wisdom and with your savior, allowing him to offer a new perspective, allowing your inner wisdom to give you greater truth, then you can start living from that truth. I'm going to repeat uh, my friend's quote. You are always a decision away from experiencing or living a totally different life. And I hope you remember that you are always exactly enough. If you like what you heard today, I invite you to join my coaching program, Always Enough, where I will help you take a look at the beliefs that are holding you back in your life, preventing you from feeling that peace, confidence, and joy that you desire. Just go to my website, aliciahallcoaching.com and sign up for a free mini coaching session today. 